Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and uh, typically I would say joining me as always is Druid, but uh, Druid ran into some trouble getting into uh, the recording, so if he makes it in, he will make a grand entrance as he always does, but until then, I'm just going to introduce this week's guest, a good buddy of mine that I can talk to for hours about anything, everything, and nothing. Uh, joining us this week is the wonderful micromanager. Micro, how the fuck are you, my dude? I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Living the life, you know. Do, doing the things? Doing the thing because that's what you do when you're stuck at home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Uh, so Micro is a fellow Twitch streamer who's actually been in the game a lot longer than I have, but... He and I, I think, have a lot of the same mindsets. So Micro and I will just get together and talk, and then we realize it's been three hours, and then we go, fuck! <laughs> and then, you know, for some reason, you ran late for a fucking concert that you had a VIP experience for, and... Listen, don't at know. me like that. Don't, don't. How dare you? How dare you? This is my show? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, you brought me here, motherfucker. You should, you should know. Actual facts. Um, but it... The way I know Micro is actually really funny. So Micro is another Iowa-based streamer like myself. And I never would have found him had it not been for something that we bitch about constantly to each other. Oh, a no. Facebook Twitch marketing group. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. remember now. God damn it. Why did I... Th oh. So... <laughs> So I, no, you're going to get me started. You're going to rev that engine and it's not going to stop. So I found Micro. He he did a, a, a going live post basically like, hey, if you like, you know, RPGs, you like, a, you know, adult humor. If you like, you know, Magic the Gathering and D&D &D and things like that, you're probably going to fit in really well with my channel. Um, and I'm an, like you said something about being an Iowa based streamer. And I was out getting Mexican with one of my friends. And so we had some margaritas. Like and, you do. Yeah. and Because I've been scrolling Facebook in the car and I was like, oh, he's actually live right now. And I opened up your stream on my phone and hit the follow button. And my friend goes, because you said, Ginger Staffs, thank you so much for that follow. Welcome in. And then you proceeded to play your, your welcome video for new uh, followers uh, that I won't spoil. And... My friend goes, oh, he said your name. And I was like, yeah, he did. <laughs> and see, and that's so weird that, to think that people don't do that. Right. Um, I, oh, God. Because, okay, I found a dude. I've been following. I've been following this person on TikTok for a while. They seem really cool. Uh, they said this. They started a, like, you know, a Twitch channel. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, you know, I'll swing over there and follow him. You know, it's like, you know, right. kind of help him out and check out, see how things are going. And I swing in. I was like, oh, cool. He's already got like 30 some people that are hanging out in his chat. And it's because he had, you know, really leveraged his TikTok following mm -hmm. and he did a really good job of it. But when I got there, like I said, hi. And this motherfucker didn't respond to chat. Oh, no. So he's like, he, it was one of those that. He was basically in a Discord call with a friend, and it, like I, I popped in a couple other times just to, just to silently kind of watch and judge, you know, just to be like <laughs> one of those like you motherfucker, right? You have thirty people here, and you're not like you're just talking to your friend and playing a game. You're not even being entertaining, right? 
And like every once in a while, he'll tell like stories or whatever, which are entertaining. I'm, you know, I'll give him that. But like, you're not interacting with your chat at all. Right. And I, like, I, that just. It blows my mind. That gives me a stroke. Right. Because of how hard I have worked to get to that 20 and 30 area. Mm -hmm. And to see this person who basically, you know, and like I said, yes, there's a little bit of jealousy, but the frustrating is, the frustrating part is that they're not doing anything on that platform. Right. In my opinion. Right. That would warrant that type of viewership. Yeah. Like I I might be missing something. Like maybe there's a a a tighter connection that he's made in like a Discord community or something. But it's just, you know, that that first appearance is that that first impression is always how. Right. Why are people do like I understand you like people just want to support you. That's cool. Right. But like when somebody comes in and says, "Hey, this is me by the way." Hey man, I you know I followed you on TikTok about a year ago. I've been watching you grow, and I'm you know it's really I like your content. Fucking nothing, and I would understand if his chat was just flying. But my when it message was move, the only, no. There's nobody <laughs> talking in his chat. Uh, there was literally the only person that said hi was one of his moderators. They said hi. I said hi. How's it going? Nothing. So like it's it was literally the most un Twitch like Twitch channel. I'd ever been in. Oh, it, it's like when you see someone bigger doing an Instagram live and the chat is just like not moving, but there are people there watching and you're just like, you're not, you're just talking to nobody. No, you're not responding to anybody's messages. You're not doing any of that. You're just talking into the void. How do people fucking like, how, 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 how? I, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Well, we we do kind of get it because I know me personally. I streamed to almost nobody for four months because my dumbass didn't understand. Um, like literally, I didn't understand how Twitch worked. Like yeah. this is. Have I ever told you my stupid ass origin story of why I even do this in the first place? No, I, I haven't heard your origin story, but I'm keen to know now. <laughs> I liked watching Kriparian do Hearthstone videos on YouTube, right? Uh-huh. I go, huh, I like Hearthstone. I am pretty decent at the game. I am bored. Why don't I also make YouTube videos? Then my drummer from the band started to, you know, he, he, brought, it, he brought it to my attention. You know, after I had tried to edit a few videos, I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is time consuming. Yeah. Like... Just to, like, you know, 15, you know, a 10 minute video takes five hours to fucking get through and get a decent edit out of it. Yeah. And that was with like three hours of footage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking wild. So he, he realizes, you know, I'm a stay at home dad on top of, because when I, when I started doing all of this, I was a stay at home dad. I was working two jobs. I mean, excuse me. I was working two jobs. I was a dad. My daughter had just been born. Oh, okay. My son was, you know, let's see, there's six years apart. Six years? Yeah, six years. Holy shit. Oh, God. I'm (laughs) feeling really old right now. Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go grab my my khaki cargo shorts and my. (laughs) 
and your uh, sandals. New and Balance socks. shoes. Oh yeah, the sound. Yeah, that's the that's more dad. That's more dad. <laughs> but no, it, my drummer he was doing uh, Mario sixty four speedruns, and he would just like stream for fun, right? Like yeah. it wasn't ever anything that he 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 never had any dreams of you know entertaining as a content creator. He just liked to turn on the stream, share something that he enjoyed doing with people, and. He's like, dude, why don't you just stream Hearthstone? He goes, we don't have shows every weekend. Right. He goes, why don't you just, like, stream or stream, like, when the kids are asleep and, you know, when everybody else goes to bed. He goes, you're up all night anyway. That's why. Don't you, why don't why. you stream? Okay. He goes, why don't you stream? And I'm like, oh, well, this is going to, like, well, because then I'm not spending all hours of the day editing, missing mm-hmm. time with my wife and kids. I'm like, yes, let's, let, let me try it. And then, of course, my dumbass just started hitting the go live button, just just thinking somebody's eventually going to find me at the bottom of the Hearthstone directory. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, it usually has somewhere about 20,000 viewers in that channel. Um, and usually you're going to have to scroll about at least 20 or 30 pages before you start seeing people with five viewers. Right. And here, here I am with zero for months yeah. talking to myself because I was also the studious type and, you know, went online and looked up so many goddamn YouTube videos of what it takes and what I should be doing. And, you know, and I, I was literally doing the talking to myself, narrating the gameplay, mm-hmm. telling my, telling life stories to a fucking empty room. Yeah. And then I started to, like, learn, like, oh, hey, by the way, even though I absolutely hate the advice um, now, after learning a few different avenues of, like, growing as mm-hmm. a, as a, as a creator, but, like, I had no social media presence outside like my Facebook account, which had a bunch of people that followed me because I was a musician, right? Right. So like I did have like a little bump, but like we're talking about people that would like they would come in, they would say hi, not get it because they're not gamers. They were like the you know, it was right. just I still hadn't made those human connections. Even as a even as a musician, we still didn't we weren't able to play a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our previous guitarist and singer was an arrogant asshole, and oh. they would uh, basically snub fans that wanted to talk to them. Yeah. Um, so it, it made things difficult. But once I started, you know, really putting myself out there and using Twitter, for mm-hmm. example, Twitter was one of those that was like, okay, I just started using Twitter and just started searching for people that were playing games I was into, right? Like, right. I wasn't even looking necessarily for streamers. I was just looking for people that were playing it, but just so happened because I was making content and frequently liking tweets and stuff. I was like, oh, I really need to interact. I need to be here. Mm-hmm. And then I started, you know, following some other streamers and started hanging out in their chats and making actual connections with people instead of, you know, hi. Right. (laughs) I'm going to lurk now. Right. And do that into a thousand channels, not calling anybody out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Directly. 
Well, you know, but that's the thing. Like you and I made that human connection because I kept coming back to your channel. I don't know why you fuckers keep coming back, but I am appreciative that you do. I mean, (laughs) maybe we like it there. Quit shaming us. Don't kink shame me. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) But it's. Honey, I'm a kink now. (laughs) I'm sure she'll love to hear that. But, like, it's one of those things of, I, like, when you stream during the day, I may not be interacting, but I I try to be present. I try to be there. I try to throw, you know, but I will silently support and not even tell you (laughs) I'm there. I do. I do that a lot, though, too. Um, The amount, and I know, I do, I know this because I, the amount of gifted subs I have. Um, a lot of people aren't aware of this. I don't know if anybody's aware of this or has experimented. Um, the way the, like the, the, the community gifting thing will work is it will always generally gift people that are at least in the chat first. In my Uh experience. Yeah. It will generally hit anybody that is in chat first Mm -hmm. or Um, whether they're active or not, because I have seen people who were active and not get the gifted sub over somebody who's lurking in the channel and they got the gifted, they, they got one of the gifted subs. Right. But I have, I have some from channels I don't even know because right. I will end stream. I will raid into somebody that I want to show support to or somebody new that I might want to check out because they're playing the same game as me. Yada, right. Yada, yada. And, um, and then I'll open like two or three more tabs because I think you're, I think four, I think is what Twitch kind of like says, Hey, like yeah. Any more than that, and you're not. But it's not, and it's not me wanting to say, "Hey, look at me, I'm supporting you." Because, like, I've told you, like, we've had this conversation. I right. hate to be thought of as the person that just shows up for the attention and to just be seen. That's why sometimes I just lurk and don't say a goddamn word because I know two minutes after I say hi, like last night when I showed up into your stream, all of a sudden I had fucking chaos break loose. Um, <laughs> That sometimes I just have to fucking disappear. Yeah. And then because I have the attention span of a goddamn dog in a squirrel park. (laughs) I have forgotten that I was there. Yeah. And I fall into something else. Yeah. And it's, but I know what that looks like on the outside. Like this motherfucker just came in here. And like, this is how I see it because I've had people do this to me. Right. Like I've had, I've had certain people do this to me. Like. And it sucks because they were what I thought were friends, mm-hmm. but, and we had this conversation. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it wasn't a matter of me just like thinking too much about it. It was, it was an active like, Hey, let me check this shit out. Yeah. Every time they do this, they go live like 20 minutes later. They're, they're literally fishing for that raid. Right. It's like, ugh. well, and that's cause we go live during the week around the same time. Yep. You go live and a that, little that bit. That always sucks me. too. Cause. And that's why I'm trying to be like, hello, here is some quiet support during the day because I can't be there. But like, we also have talked to excess about like, it's the quiet support because there's times where I've popped open my viewer list to, to like, see if someone's there to say something to them. 
Yep. Is to see if they're still there. And I see your name yes. and I don't say a goddamn thing. I'm just like, oh, because it warms my heart to have that call out those support. L- but Ninja says we need to call out them lurkers. That's how you're going to grow. Ninja, you're a fucking piece of shit. I also <laughs> greatly dislike. And if people God. were really shitty about it, I greatly dislike the shout out that plays a clip from your channel. See, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but I I understand why people don't. I'm so, because my community and this, there's, my community will clip things out of context in a way so they can fuck with it later. Oh, same. But then I never delete the clip. But I had some dude (laughs) come in, part of it's my fault, but I had some dude come into my chat, didn't say a goddamn thing. I was playing a, a fairly serious game and a fairly serious moment. And he played a blurp that was something about, do you like anal penetration? And then he took the clip and took it to all of his fuckboy friends and played it live on stream and made fun of me and how I looked and all these things. See, and what's what's great about that is, that's this shit right here. This is the shit Twitch needs to be fucking worried about. Right. Because that is a terms of service, uh, that that is a break of the terms of service, yeah. 100%, immediately. Not only did you basically use somebody else's content without their permission, mm-hmm. so, you know, he, he used your likeness, and then he used it to bully and harass. Right. Like, those two things need to, like, oh, no, we're worried about how many, you know, I'm, we're sorry, we're removing the amount of views that you've had in the lifespan of your, your, your channel. Right. Because we feel that it's not a, indicative to shut the fuck up and fix some of these major issues. I don't get it. Right. I don't, I, oh, well, sorry. Like, the, that shit pisses me off because I was bullied as a kid. Same. I you, I was bullied to the point where I became a bully. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where I would do shitty things. I, I still to this day, like if there is, if, if for some reason there is a hell, I will gaslight God all the way to hell because, because yeah. it's like motherfucker. Right. But I, 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 there was some bad shit that I did as a kid and I still to this day, it, I carry it around like a fucking sack of potatoes on my back. Like it's just, yeah. it weighs me down because it's like, I can't believe I did that shit. And, and when I see other people doing it, it's just like. Right. Especially grown adults. Yes. That's the thing that, like, if I did this shit as an adult, fucking shoot me. Right. Well, and <laughs> But as a... Oh, the just, the thing they didn't realize is that they fucked with the wrong bitch. Because not <laughs> only did I get all three partners who were involved, uh, their accounts permanently deleted. Nice. But the stream Good. team is gone. Everybody else was had a temporary ban and none of them came back. I, oh, that, see, now I'm, now I feel better because retribution. (laughs) Yes. See, that's the thing. You don't, you can fuck with me to a certain extent all you want, but if you fuck with me too much, oh, bitch, I can, because not only did I get their accounts deleted? I got their PO box shut down, and I also said, "Hey Twitch, this is where the like, this is the person. This is their name. I fully fucking know who they are. I'm gonna be nice because I'm not doxing nobody, but right. handle the fucking situation." And they were just like, "Okay, yep, nope, click. Like, you don't fuck with me because you will regret it." 
<laughs> but I use my yeah. powers for good and not evil. Right, right. No. <laughs> yeah, let's just say... <laughs> Look, we know. I'm, I'm an I'm an okay guy, but I drift between lawful evil and chaotic neutral. Like, and pe- most people won't admit that. Right. Most people won't admit that. Yes. But like, actually, I probably drift even so far as to be neutral evil. Like, like yeah. I'm, I, I'm generally, generally a decent, upstanding citizen. I'm nice to people. Right. I. But like at the same time. I don't give a fuck. Like right. there, there's a certain level where it's just like, that's the, the, here's the line. We have now crossed it. And the only thing that I can ever say to anybody is thank God that I have kids. Yeah. As much as I might say like, you know, Hey, don't have kids, especially if you have a dream, like mm-hmm. work on that shit first because you're going to put that shit on the back burner because I put my family first. You Absolutely. were talking about putting, you know, there are certain things that come before the stream. Mm hmm. That's the answer to any time somebody asks me, your your stream is amazing. Why why aren't there more people here? It's like, well, for one, I have canceled a lot of streams. Yeah. I am not consistent. I couldn't be. I have, you know, my kids are sick. My mm-hmm. wife needs to be up at five o'clock in the morning to go to work. Right. I have to I have to cancel the stream to take care of the kids that are sick. Yeah. There's no way around that. No. And it took me so long to to realize that. By the way, I used to beat myself up over. I was like, "Why the fuck am I not? Why? Why am I stuck? Why am I stuck?" It's like, dude, you're not stuck. You're just making the best of what. Like, and even then, I can't complain because do you remember the thing we talked about earlier. Yeah. How we met. Yep. <laughs> that Facebook group. Uh huh. That's literally full of people that said, "I saw somebody the other day. Literally had been doing it for almost seven to eight years. Like, yeah. so we're talking like." Early days of Twitch. Yeah. And they don't have, they like, I can't get more than five viewers. Right. It's like, holy shit. Right. Like, and there's that part, there's that, like I said, there's that like lawful, neutral, evil brain mm-hmm. that just goes, maybe you're not entertaining at all. I just want to like, right. you just want to say it, but then the other po- voice in your head goes, no, no, don't, don't be, f- it's, it's, it, don't shit on someone's dream, but God damn it. Sometimes you just need to. You have to. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. And I had done this, like numerous people in that, in that group, you know, I, I posted my numbers one day. Every time you do this, I've noticed that group, it doesn't matter. You could post the most amazing stuff. All you got to do is be a beautiful person and post your numbers. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out from that group, but no. I am at the same time. <laughs> right. Um, right. you know exactly who I'm talking I about know. too. I fucking know. I am so thankful for the 88 people that are in my chat. If you would like to know how to get this many people, just swing by the chance. Like that's how you're getting that many people in your chat. Yes. Yes. That's, that's like any <laughs> watching <laughs> fucking Ninja talk about like, Oh my God. No. You see, and he's giving, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you because, like, I, it's, um, oh, he's <laughs> right? speaking from a point when he, okay, he blew up in 2017, but he had been streaming for, what, five years? Yes. So what he was doing is not the same platform that he grew on. No. He, the platform he has now is a business platform. Uh-huh. He needs to worry about sponsorships, looking, you know, making sure he's 
marketable. Uh-huh. And that's his job now. His job is no longer interacting with people. No. Those people, those people, I hate to say it, those people are like the fucking customers at Walmart. If Walmart has to kick out one customer because they don't, he doesn't, he won't care. Right. He doesn't care. Right. Most of his money, like the amount of money that people still throw at him, it's like, that is crazy, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Because do you know how much this dude is making in brand deals? Right. I'm- and yet still... Hey, Ninja, love your content. Here's a $10 tip. It's like, dude, fucking go buy a, a new, I don't know. Fuck, you can't buy anything for $10. Go buy some McDonald's for, right. for fuck's sake. Don't. Right. Go go buy yourself get, just a nicer drive through meal. Like, that's. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I because I've been watching, I fell into a hole of moist critical and i usually am not a big like oh yeah let me watch some of charlie's content that's typically not me but i i, I don't even know who this is i'm sorry i'm just like no okay so moist critical he's got like 10 million subs on youtube he oh, streams okay. on so twitch he's he's, he's a gotcha. big but he grew up with like literally grew up with the platforms he's like five years younger than me so closer to 10 right you know right but like Charlie is very laid back. He's very matter of fact. He doesn't get into drama very often, but like it, it happens sometimes. But he... that's just going to happen with a platform that size. Right. It's... And watching his streams, he'll interact with chat a little bit, but usually he's not super engaged with his chat. But people are coming in and dropping like five gifted subs and 10 gifted subs. Like his, his sub alert, if you ever watch any of his stream footage, his sub alert almost never stops going off. It's really? constant. And Jesus. Charlie is not a small, a small creator, but like it's fucking constant. And like, I don't sub to the moist criticals. I don't sub on Twitch to the Markipliers and the Jacksepticeyes and all those guys because nope. they don't need my money. No. I would rather sub to my friend whose one year anniversary on Twitch is this weekend which is who? Let's give a shout out. Good old Come Meep. On. Meep has been on the channel and or has been on the podcast and Re, who is someone I'm hoping to get on the podcast at some point. Like the my friends who are I need celebrating. Links, by the way, I, will, I need links. I need links and dates. You got it. Uh, we're doing two subversaries this upcoming weekend. They will have passed by the time this episode comes out. But go, like the the people who listen to the podcast, they know. Um, you can find all their links me- on the website too, because I'm. Like that. <laughs> um, but like. You're such a kind person. I know. I'm, 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 I'm such a. Don't a get a big head bitch. about it. God damn it. I'm such it's a kind a bitch. It's great. <laughs> but like, I would rather spend a hundred dollars in bits to just sprinkle throughout the day than to gift five subs to a Jacksepticeye or a Markiplier or a Moist Critical because they don't need my money. My friends don't need my money. But if I'm going to put my money towards something, if I have cash burning a hole in my pocket, I'm going to support my friends. So like me just like randomly like, ah, I see a hype train is going in micros chat. I'm just going (laughs) to gift three subs. (laughs) Like it's, it's, I would rather support my friends and do the free superficial support, like, you know, because free superficial meaning, like, it doesn't cost you any money. And that's Lurking, sounds... retweeting a tweet, like, just right. liking a fucking tweet. Like, that's I, I just posted the other day on Twitter about how much, like, you don't understand. 
Like, for me to have the idea that I am basically playing a game and I'm getting 20 to 30 people a day who get to come over to quote-unquote my house right, and watch me play games and be stupid and talk to me and with each other. Right. Like, I didn't even have to offer beer. There's like, this party right. isn't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I didn't offer you free beer to show up to my party. You guys are just here. Right. And as somebody who grew up being bullied and pushed around and made fun of all the time. Mm-hmm. And felt like an outsider. Like, even in my own friend group, I always felt like I I didn't fit. Yeah. And just to wake up in the morning and see, like, ten people liked my TikTok, I was like, yay! Dude. But at the, but at the same time, you know, hey, TikTok, fix your shit. Right. Because I've got th- almost 32,000 followers and you show it to 0.9% of, like, yeah. Like, it's because I do variety stuff, though, uh, when yeah, you're talking yeah. about... I, and that's the other thing you have to remind yourself. If you're out there and you're making content, if you are on a platform that is algorithmically driven, mm-hmm. you have to remember that you either play by the algorithm's game, and some people do that and they do it well. Mm-hmm. But if you can't, if you're like me, and you really, really, really can't stick to one topic. You're all over the place. You're, you're, as my mom would say, a fart in a skillet. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. She, she's, she would always call me a fart in a skillet because I was always doing something different. I was always doing something new. I was mm-hmm. never on the thing. You have to realize that those numbers are not indicative of how many people do or don't like your content. Yeah. Because it is, chances are, it's just not being seen. Yep. Which is what always drives me nuts. Um, yet again, falling back on that, like, a lot of Twitch streamers grow by, quote unquote, making content on other platforms. And the ones that always preach that are mm-hmm. either ones, there, there's two categories of people that preach this, okay? One, it's the people that their majority of their content off Twitch is how to grow on Twitch content. Right. Which then attracts Twitch streamers. Yep. And then those Twitch streamers go to the channel generally either to try to be seen by other people mm-hmm. or to get acknowledgement from the streamer themselves to try to grow their channel. Like that you're literally I, I I it's bottom feeding in my opinion. Yeah. It it's absolute bottom feeding and they don't like they don't see it. They don't see how they're being used because mm-hmm. all they do is they show up with like, well, there's 130 other people in this chat and yeah. we're all having fun and we're talking with each other and we're making friends. It's like, yeah, but you're not out there making content. Right. You're not doing the thing that you want to do. You're supporting somebody else for... It's it's the look how I grew. I grew to, you know, partner status. Right. But you grew there by telling people. It was the fake it before they made it. Yeah. You know, they they they're, they pretended to be an expert and then their claims of being an expert are validated because of the people that they attracted from the, the little fish at the bottom of the barrel were attracted to come and nibble. Right. And they all pile in at once. Well, and then it doesn't matter at that point. There's 130 people. You now have that social proof. Mm-hmm. 
where you know what you're talking about because you're growing your channel. And the number one advice that those people give is to make content elsewhere. But what they're not telling these people is if you are making content related to your actual content, if you are not sitting live on Twitch teaching people how to grow right. and growing a community of Twitch streamers, which Yet again, it's support for support. I could go on about how this is one of those parallels to the music business and how, like, oh, you got to support local music so all the local bands support the other local bands uh -huh. and then you realize that the only people at the shows are the other bands. Yep. There's there's no consumers of music. These are just people wanting their chance to play with the other bands that are there. Like, there's no growth in that scene. That's That's the Des Moines music scene. I said it. Come fucking at me. If you're an Iowa musician, you can't prove me wrong, and I will I will die on this hill. It's the same in the stand-up scene, though. Like, I did stand-up comedy. It's, for, it's entertainment. Yeah, for it's, years. It's, it's, and I caught up with some local comedians because at work, we just got done filming at a local comedy club here in Des Moines. Shout out to Teehees and AJ Simmons and Alex Carter and Tom McGrain and their podcast, No Sleep. I fucking love you guys. You guys are great. I, I do big preach, you guys. And AJ, thank you for use of the venue. Um, but, like, it's catching up with local comedians. They're all like, hey, so what have you been doing? And it was... Hey, what have you been doing? We haven't seen you around telling horrible jokes. And I'm like, well, actually, I've been streaming and I've been doing a lot of charity work and all this kind of stuff. Oh, really? What have you been doing? Oh, in December, we raised $11,000 for Stand Up to Cancer. And they're like, wait, what? Because they see me yep. going somewhere else and doing something and being great when all they want to fucking do is jerk each other off. Now, do I love a lot of the stand up folks as people? 100%. But oh yeah, 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 totally. I, I love all all the like ninety-eight percent of the musicians I ran into, they're really nice. Yeah. They're genuine people, but they get wrapped up in the biz. Yeah. It's not it's not a fault of theirs. It's just the nature of it. Well, and that's why like this podcast has always been with the intent of showcasing a friend in my, like in the community, whether it's one of Druid's friends, one of my friends, whatever, showcasing them. We've had artists, we've had musicians, we've had, uh, it's primarily been other streamers, but it's, it's just showcasing the, the people who, who are around and who maybe either don't get the spotlight or they have a bigger spotlight and they can, you know, we can shoot the shit about whatever. Like this has always been not necessarily a marketing opportunity, but letting people, but it is, it is, but it, is. It, is. it is. I give people a moment at the end of every podcast to shout themselves out and promote anything they want to promote. But I want people to get to know a little bit better this this person that's that's joining us or you know to to escape for five minutes from whatever is fucking burrowing around in their brain holes and you know the fact that it's been a lot of streamers has like you wouldn't know unless you listen to the meep episode that meep was a huge like she's a lover of the fucking emo alternative metal music. You wouldn't get that from her. Right. 
But through that, we figured it out. You wouldn't have learned about me that I think I have aphantasia. No, I wouldn't know. Like, you, you wouldn't know these things until the conversation ends up fucking happening. But when you're in a group of... When you're a musician and you're in a group of musicians or a comedian in a group of comedians or streamers who are, you know, talking about their fucking numbers, nobody wants to say, hey... I heard your mom was sick. How's your mom doing? <laughs> right. Nobody wants to fucking get to know. Like, walking into your house and you're you're like, hey, you want to see the stream room? And I looked at your I looked at your office. I looked at your desk. And then I turned directly my attention to the magic cards. And I was just like, <laughs> because we have that connection about trading card games. I'm Pokemon, you're magic. I used to play magic. Like, I don't anymore. You have all my cards. I hope some of them were, uh, you, you keep saying that some of them help complete a set, but I just, like, it's that thing of, like, well, I did. know they're going to be in a better home than sitting in the trunk of my car or in a tote in my closet. Like, but you can't, it's so hard to get people to pull their heads out of their own asses and everything that they want to do and, and everything they want to brag about and talk about. To, to just, like, get to fucking know somebody. And thankfully, yep. my group that I talk to all the time and I play games with all the time, we've gotten to know each other a lot better. And you and I, just through, like, the random, like, four-hour conversations that we have, like, we've gotten to know each other pretty well. And like, I would like to think so. I, I consider you a friend. That's why I just fucking showed up to your house and was just like, hi, I'm here to get shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, You're kids. You're gonna take my stuff. <laughs> Hello, children. Uh, like, Careful with that shit. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, was, uh, not, that wasn't supposed to be Chef. That was supposed to be uh, Three Dog from Fallout. But like... Oh, yeah, shit. You, you felt comfortable enough that I could be in your home around your kids. Yep. Like, uh, and your kids, you can definitely tell that they're your kids, and I fucking love it. <laughs> no, there's, no, you can't, you can't just tell that by looking at them. <laughs> by looking at them, by listening to them talk, trying to carry on a conversation. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, it's, and like... There are people from your community that have like started coming and hanging around, hanging out around mine more. Yep. And I, I love it because it's, that means that there's been a genuine connection somewhere, a reason that they want to come hang out. Yep. That's, and that's what I try to, that's what I hope for, for anybody, right? Like, yeah, that's just kind of what you want. You, you want them to, to legitimately want to be there. Yeah. For, you know, whether it's the entertainment or if it's the, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I want, and, I, and I've said this before, I would rather somebody be there for the right reasons. And I've, I've even said it on Twitter. I've said it on streams and it might not, it might've lost me, you know, some potential viewership, but I told people, it's like, look, if you are coming to my stream for the soul and only purpose that you hope I may at some point swing by your stream or potentially raid you, 
get the fuck out. Right. Like, I don't want you here. Right. I don't want my numbers being muddled by by uh, nepotism. I don't I don't want people wanting well, not nepotism. It's more of a you know, it's more of a uh, like sycophant behavior where yeah. they're, they're kind of brown nosing because uh-huh. of who you are. I don't want that because that's not going to tell me that I'm doing a good or bad job at what I'm doing. Right. Like yet again, it it goes back to the the band supporting bands thing. It's like, mm-hmm. are we really doing a good job? Or is it because we're networked and we've played some bigger shows that you guys are showing up here? Right. Like what is, like I don't like that. Well Because I've got I've already got enough imposter syndrome as it is. Right. To go around to not have to deal with fake ass people. Right. Well, that's, it was so funny because I stopped at your house on the way to see the current gameplay show. Yep. And. Still can't believe you fucking. Don't stop it. Okay. I feel the disappointment. I don't need that dad energy right now. <laughs> um, but in the show, I and I'm not going to give away a whole lot of spoilers, but looking at it from a content creator's perspective, I see a lot of what he had to say. He speaks about, uh, like, you guys will think that no matter what I do, it's fucking perfect. And to drive his point home, he crouches down on the stage and grabs a water bottle and just takes a drink. And the crowd fucking goes wild. And that 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 kind of falls on that uh, that final performance of Bo Burnham before he left. Yeah, that same thing. Like he broke character. He was literally telling the audience that you caused me so much fucking anxiety, and that you'll basically fucking just sit there and laugh and jerk me off and and tell me what I want to hear and not be real with me because of who I am and what I've accomplished. Uh-huh. And that's that's scary. That's right. Like. I don't think people realize that aren't entertainers that just like, because you have entertainers and then you have NPCs. I hate to say that, but like to to an entertainer, everybody else is an NPC that's not an entertainer. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you can eventually befriend the NPC. They've got, you know, they've got fantastic stories that they've got. But it's so funny to say that because people are like, oh, NPC. It's like, but at the same time. This is a world where everybody has a fantastic backstory. It's just like who's sharing it, right? Right. Like, I don't mean to. I don't mean to negate like their existence because their existence does matter. Absolutely. But it's 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 basically just two boxes, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is that people who are entertainers view the world slightly different and have slightly different experiences than people that just don't. Because your average Joe doesn't typically have five or ten people that want to just kiss their ass because of who they are. Right. And like, I guess like maybe if you're an upper management or something, but it, again, those aren't normal people. No, no, that, that are in upper, upper management. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where like, and you can always tell when it's an NPC trying to be an entertainer, but they have no idea what it's like to be an entertainer. So when they come across their first band of hate for doing something stupid, 
they fucking yeah. collapse in on themselves. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing too. Um, that I, when we were talking, when I was just talking about the, the stream, uh, Facebook group, uh-huh. like those people that only have like five people. It's like, you don't know what it's like. But it's like, once you're out there, uh-huh. it's like, you're out there. You are out there for everybody. Yep. And I don't think a lot of like, one of the biggest things that I tell people is like, look, if you're going to get into this and you are not stable mentally, get the fuck out. Yeah. Because it will, it will destroy you and not just the act of doing it. But the, the, by proxy, by just creating, and then you're going to, yet again, like I was trying to say earlier, even though that the numbers aren't indicative of your value of, of, as an entertainer, mm-hmm. you're still going to feel it. Yeah. You're still going to go to bed wondering, wow, why yesterday in the last three or four days did I, ha- well, you know, why was the last three or four days of streaming I had 20 to 30 people chilling like always. And then yesterday I had 15. Your brain, it doesn't matter. You will, on even the smallest of levels, take a, uh, you'll take some subdual damage. I don't know if fifth edition D&D has subdual damage anymore. I'm old. (laughs) um, So I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I don't know. But you'll take subdual damage. Yeah. Which is basically non-lethal damage. Yeah. Um, You'll take a little bit of it. Just, and and, and it's daily. Mm -hmm. It's, It's one of those like, Oh, you know, it's like, son of a bitch, this TikTok only got 100 views. You know, like I said, you have to, especially when it becomes the algorithm, have to separate that. Yeah. But you're still not going to entirely. Right. You, like, I, at least I haven't. I haven't, like, you're going to, the, you're going to want to improve. Yeah. Every time something like that happens, you're going to want to improve. You're going to want to push. You want to do this. But if you're not mentally in a good place, I don't recommend it. Right. Even though it it helped me because one of the things that I suffered with was social anxiety, yep. like actually talking to people. Like I, you probably wouldn't be able to tell it, Mm-mm. but especially you know I played in front of crowds of six seven hundred people. Right. You know, as as a band, like large, opened up for Buck Cherry, and you know Valor Ballroom was stuffed from wall to wall. Right. That never bothered me, but I could not for the life of me. I, I failed my college speaking class because I literally couldn't even get through the door. Because oh. the thought of speaking in front of an audience, in front of people, I would literally be in the bathroom throwing up. Yeah. And like, I just couldn't do it. I could not, I literally could not bring myself to walk through that doorway to mm-hmm. that classroom. I couldn't do it. They're like, oh, but you have to, to get your, you know, computer networking security degree. Like, yeah. I, like, and of course me, I'm going into computers, computer networking and security because I don't want to deal with people in large groups and stuff. But like, why am I doing this? Right. So I, I didn't do it. I, I fucking dropped the fuck out and yeah. regret it ever since. But it's just one of those things that, Streaming helped my social anxiety yeah. because it, it, cause there are certain things, not all, but there are certain mental health issues that need to be dealt with head on. Yes. There are some things where avoidance is good and there's some things where avoidance is going to be the worst thing ever for you. Yep. 
And for me, avoiding social interaction, avoiding those situations that made me anxious, made my anxiety worse. Well, and I, so I dealt with a lot of my problems with exposure therapy, but not that, in a controlled environment. I did it on my own, but I needed to. Like, and right. I don't recommend That's, that for any, no, like, no, don't do what no. I did. Cause I'm a jackass, <laughs> but I had to use exposure therapy and I had to do it in a specific way because like the sound of gunshots used to make me drop to the floor. Oh shit. Uh, because I, I've been shot at like, that's just part of my story. That's part of my history. That's part of my life. And I don't shy from it, but I did a show in college. I was stage managing a show and we fired a, a blank. There was a gunshot that happened in the show and we fired a blank at the ceiling. And when a specific line would come, I would take off my headset. I'd say to my assistant, take control. And I walked out of the building. I would hear the gunshot. I would take five deep breaths. I'd come back inside, put my headset back on and take control of the show again. But I had to do that and I had to stay close enough to hear the gunshot to work my way through it. So by the time the last show was done, I just moved farther into the wings. And so now I can actually hold a gun and fire a gun and be by a firing range and not freak out. But it took years of me doing stuff like that Yep. to where now I was in, I was in Detroit And I was staying at Toast House, and there was some distant gunfire. And I didn't freak out. I was fine. I was just like, okay, there's some gunfire. No big deal. It wasn't near us. We were on the eighth floor. We were fine. And, like, it took many years for me to get that way. Right. But. Yeah, I. Traumatic experiences, they stick with you. It's not something easy to deal with. No, and. I, but I did exposure therapy in my own way because I didn't, I couldn't afford to pay a therapist to actually help Same. me do these things. So I just did Same. it on my own. Kids don't do it. Go seek professional no. help. No. Uh, but, but yet again, I, and this is, this is, this yet again, it's going to be bad advice. But at the same time, I feel at least this, you at least need to take control of something. Yes. Um, in your life because. Nobody's going to do that for you. Mm-mm. That was one of the things that was the hardest pill for me to swallow. Um, as a person with severe, deba- shut up phone, <laughs> severe debilitating anxiety mm-hmm. was this, this is, this is a product of my conditioning to my environment over decades mm-hmm. because we're not born anxious. No. We become anxious because we had learned coping mechanisms um, over over decades of exposure in certain environments. Right. So you're like, especially when it comes to my anxiety, you know, and, and I need to speak from this because this is me, not you, anybody mm. listening. Like, this is going to be different for everybody. But my anxiety was built off of the bullying, the harassment, mm-hmm. the, the, the kind of gaslighting I got as a child because I was adopted. And it's one of those like... I was always treated like I was broken. So mm-hmm. I always kind of got my way and was spoiled a little bit and didn't have to think for myself. And um, it was one of those things that like these small things just added up to me just being constantly anxious because that's what my body 
and mind had learned and conditioned itself to do and react to certain situations. Mm-hmm. And it was up to, like, the, 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 the key component isn't, like, like what Ginger was saying, like you were saying, you don't have to do this alone. And if, if you can afford help, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier when you have somebody else to help. But I always I always attributed it to, like, you can't blame the world for the problem, though. Right. You can't blame everything because nobody is making you do this. Yeah. And I, I learned this even harder because now my son's growing up. He's getting older. He'll be 12 later this year. Oh, fuck. You know, he's dealing with, you know, anxiety. He's getting bullied for his weight. You know, mm-hmm. there's... Tons of stuff there. But I the thing I have to keep telling him is, buddy, we can tell you all the things that you can do. We can help you out. You know, we can... But you are the only one that can choose to improve. I, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, you, because you, I tell people you cannot make a change. You, can't, you can say all you want. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to eat healthier. But until you're actually ready to make that change and you've yep. decided that you're truly going to make the change, yep. it doesn't happen. I had to find a reason to get off drugs. I had to find a reason yep. to quit smoking. I had to yep. find, like, I have to find a reason to go to the gym because I want to go to the gym. I desperately want to go. But I have such a hard time getting up in the fucking morning. To go yeah. to the gym oh. before work. Yep. And really what it boils down to is I need to stop making excuses and either go to the <sighs> gym before I go to bed. Yeah. Or force my sleep schedule to change and get up and go to the gym before everything else during the day. Like that's – I just have to find that excuse and I'm about – or like that reason and it, I'm about there. It's a, it's a, it's a shift in mindset mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, Because – like well, like for me with with the anxiety thing, like I I could I could have blamed the world, right? For you know, it's like the world is stressful. Yeah, like there, there's shit. Like yes, the world is stressful. The world events suck right now. They, yeah. But the the thing is, the truth is, they always have. Yes. The thing is that you focus on it more. Uh huh. It's a mindset thing. I talked to, like, I hated to say this. There was a girl that I was friends with, been friends with this person since, like, junior high. Because we're, we're Iowans and we had something called junior high. Right. Um, at least I did. Was it just us? So Shit. we had, we called it a middle school, but it was a junior high. Before they, in gotcha. Ohio, before they, they have junior highs in Ohio. Okay. So so it was a, so it's more a, a a thing of the past than a thing of region in but uh but no I how do I put this I I could have literally blamed the world for these issues I'm trying to like backtrack cuz my brain's like like um middle school high school junior high well okay the, okay there's a girl right 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 I'm there I made it we made it back to the yes. right track um but she she deals with depression all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And she complains that none of her medication is helping. Right. I hate, and I, I, I hate to be that person, but at the same time, I understand part of it is a chemical imbalance. Depression is a thing that sucks. I have it. I've dealt with it. But at the same time, when all you do is focus on the negative aspects of every day, 
it's going to make it worse. Yep. And there is some aspect to your mental health to faking it to make it. Because if there was one thing I learned is sometimes, and it sounds so cliche, it sounds so fucking stupid. I hated this shit. I hated this shit before I actually sat down, listened to some self-help books, and literally, like, instead of just taking it for, like, one book's word, I listened to, like, five or six self-help books Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, created my own little thing that worked for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing this. It worked for me because it was something that I had to do for myself yet again. Back on that same topic. But one of the dumbest things that I'd ever heard, and it was so cliche and I hated it, was, like, even if you don't feel like smiling... Like, just crack a smile, mm-hmm. like just a little one, because it actually, it, it literally scientifically does something to your fucking brain. Yep. I, it, it changes, like, there's something about smiling or just taking a second to think about something that makes you slightly happy, even if it's just the, the dumbest thing on the planet. Yeah. Because Re- when you think that you can't get better, you can't. Right. You've literally set yourself up a limit. If you literally think tomorrow there's no way in hell that you're going to be less anxious than you are today, tomorrow, you're not going to be. Right. Because you don't believe... Like, the brain's power to lock you in its own prison is scary. Mm -hmm. You, You can lock yourself into the darkest, scariest place... And be stuck there because you're convinced that that's what you deserve. That's what that's what life has handed you. The universe hates you, so this is what you get. And this is what they mean about like having a positive winning mindset about shit. Mm-hmm. It sounds so stupid and so cliche, but it really is. Yeah. You know, the thing that you have to realize is just because you're thinking positive doesn't mean that like it's it doesn't mean that it still will happen, but it unlocks the potential for it to happen. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Because, like, you're not guaranteed anything. No. I'm not guaranteed to wake up tomorrow, um, start stream, and have anybody there. Right. There's no guarantee. Right. But if I can continually tell myself, you know what, today is the day. There ain't nobody going to be here. I might as well cancel stream. Well, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. Right. You know, you have to make those those positive steps, even though they, they seem stupid. Like, just, like, hey, just, if even if just getting out of bed for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and, like, walk around the block once, that might seem, that might sound really stupid. But it's huge. It's It's huge, huge. especially if you haven't got, especially if you're, like, you're borderline uh, agoraphobic, you're starting to, like, not leave the house. Mm -hmm. But if you can manage to even step out that front door... That you haven't stepped out of in a week? Yeah. That's huge progress. One of the things that I will... Out of all the self-help books that I've ever, like, listened to, two of them really stand out to me, and that was You Were a Badass by Jen Sincero. I will always recommend that that book to people because she just rang true to me. My roommate almost bought that this week. Kind of (laughs) middle-aged. You know, she's kind of middle-aged. She's an old ex-musician. She Eh. played punk music like I did. There was a lot to relate to this. And where, you know, she really saw that all of her shortcomings were because she didn't believe that she deserved anything good. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm-hmm. 
And what happened was, and the reason this book resonated with me so much is because this was, you know, this was like talking about like self-improvement on any, on in, in anything. Like I feel fantastic because in the last two weeks, every week I have uploaded a YouTube video. Yeah. I have not been able to do that, but I feel fantastic. Is that huge? Not maybe to some people, but some people to it, like, that may be impossible. Like two videos in a month, two videos in a year. What the fuck? Right. You know, like for some people that's huge. And what Atomic Habits teaches is that constant push for a 1% increase. Mm-hmm. You want to lose weight? It's not about losing 60 pounds. It's about that one time that you went to the kitchen. Instead of grabbing a snack that you really don't really need, mm-hmm. just grab a glass of water and slam it down. Yep. Like that one, that 1% increase you'll realize later that you feel better, you feel accomplished that you didn't do that thing that has been controlling you. Mm-hmm. And even if it was the one time, even if it was that one time, that one little increase, because there's nothing, it, it, the, one of the greatest things that was in that book was, you know, it, actually, I don't even remember if it was in the book, if it was just something after like ye- years of talking about this book that I've just kind of placed this own, my own like vision of it. But like, think you're trying to climb a goddamn mountain. Yeah. If you're thinking about like, I'm going to climb this mountain. And then every time you slide back a couple feet, you're like, God, I'm never going to get up this goddamn mountain. And you won't because that will, that, that mindset will continuously happen every time you, you make those, the, because you're, you're trying to do the hundred mm-hmm. percent. You want to do the hundred percent, the top of the mountain. That's the hundred percent. I want to get there, but you don't get there by getting there. You get there by the 1% incremental, in, incremental increase in the height that you have climbed the mountain. Just because so you, you don't, lose a battle doesn't mean you lose the war. That's you have exactly to focus it. Focus on the fucking battle that's in front of you. And if people focus too much on the war, you are going to lose. Because if you lose, like, say today, I did really good. I did a little bit of exercise. I ate a little bit less. And I feel really good about it because that's the progress towards the weight loss that I want to have. Like, say that that's what we're doing. But if tomorrow, if I just sit on my ass and, like, take a day Mm -hmm. and, like, eat a fucking pint of ice cream because I was like feeling in my feels that day. Yeah. You only lost that 1% increase that you had from yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this is how I quit cigarettes. I, I used vaping to quit cigarettes. And I was glad that you mentioned that earlier because that's a, that's a huge part of this. Um, yeah. And why I believe so much that it's working. I used to be a two to two and a half pack a day smoker. Ooh. And we told ourselves we're going to stop smoking, you know, uh, you know, uh, when our son can no longer be, um, when we, when we can no longer lock ourselves in the bathroom and have a cigarette, right? Yeah. We're going to, oh, we're going to quit when he starts crawling and we're going to say, oh, we're going to quit when, oh, we're going to quit making those excuses Mm -hmm. when we didn't, when we really didn't want to quit. Yep. Because we were addicted to it. Mm Mm-hmm. But what it took was every time that I wanted that cigarette, instead of getting it, you know, 
let's not do that again. Let's this one, this one cigarette, just this one. That after meal cigarette that you have after lunch. Mm-hmm. Can you wait twenty more minutes before you have that? Try yep. it. Yep. Okay. Okay. You made it twenty minutes. You made it. You made it twenty minutes without that cigarette. Can you do five more? Right. Five. Just five more minutes. Oh, dude, look at that. Look at that. You've made it 25 minutes. Can you do 10 more? Yeah. 10 more minutes before you have that cigarette? Mm-hmm. Can you do that? And then that got me down to about a pack a day. And then I realized the amount of money that me and my wife were spending on cigarettes. I'm like, look, a lot of people are getting into vaping now. It's becoming a mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. It's readily accessible in our area. I have done the math. We will spend an extra $100 this month in order to get the mods, get the tanks, get the juice. Right. And then after the cigarettes are gone, they're gone. Yep. And then we started to use the vaping, and then we st- literally stopped smoking. There was no more cigarettes after, like, my my wife had been smoking since she was 13. Yeah. You know, so she she's a lifelong smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just one of those things. And then eventually we both had quit vaping for a while just by doing the same thing. Yeah. Putting a little bit, you know, starting, because now they don't have zero nicotine juices for fucking some odd goddamn reason. Uh, right. Um, well, we know why. It's well, good business. It's good business to keep your, your customers coming back for more. Yeah. <laughs> says the guy who keeps who keeps cutting his drugs just a little bit and a little bit more and then kills people fuckers um, uh, but no it's just one of those things that like we we didn't vape for years and then my wife got a management job she got super stressed out and then she's like you know what I can't do this I need to have some like some release some release and so she brought it back and then of course you know I, I don't blame her for it I was my own weakness she had it and I'm like yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I no, I kind of want some of that. Give me, give me some. But of at that. the same time, I have to realize, like, it, it, and I will never be one of those things. Look, if it didn't originally belong in your body, it probably doesn't belong there. Right. So, like, don't do it. But like, if you're smoking, switch to vaping. Fucking mm-hmm. do it. If you can do it, do it. Because is it healthy? Probably not. Do we have the long-term studies? Not really. No. But I know from my personal experience that I can now. Go up a flight of stairs without feeling like somebody's sitting on my chest. Yeah. I don't feel like absolute garbage right. unless I over nicotine vape and and then yeah. force myself into a panic attack because I was sitting there playing a card game on my computer, not paying attention <laughs> to how much I was using my vaporizer, which is yep. really the, like, have you noticed that that's the whole marketing, like anti-vaping marketing anymore uh-huh. is that it's dangerous. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, it is dangerous. Because you can give yourself a severe nicotine overdose, which can then cause panic attacks, heart arrhythmias, and stuff like that. Because you're not regulating it. You're like you're not able to measure it like a cigarette, right? Right. Right. Like that's the that's the that's the issue, and that's why I still got like little weird like adrenaline spikes and panic attacks at night because I'm mm-hmm. bored and I'm trying not to eat. <laughs> so then you you puff on that vape, and then so you're I just puff like, on my fuck. And then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, my heart is fluttering. Ooh, my face is flesh. Ooh, I've had too much, too much of that. Let's set that aside. And that's another reason why I'm kind of like upset that I can't get zero nicotine stuff to like cut my stuff down at night with. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, I guess it's just time to learn to make my own, right? Uh, yeah. 
Well, that's, I quit smoking when I had to move out of my old apartment because this is a non-smoking property that I live on technically. Oh, the, you had a reason. I had like, a I'm either reason. homeless and I get to have my smoky smokes or I got to fucking, I got to do something. Right. And so <laughs> I bought, because I knew I wanted to just quit period because I had been off of nicotine for probably four years. I smoked for four years. I was off it for a few years. And then when my mom did her second divorce and I had to go back home to go to court when I was in college, like to stand with my mom and be like, no, he's a piece of fucking shit. Like I started like the night she called me that, that it was all going down. I walked my ass down to the Rite Aid and bought a pack of cigarettes and walked back and paced in front of my boyfriend's house smoking chain smoking and his mom oh, no. saw me later and was like I didn't know you smoked and I was like I didn't and she goes okay <laughs> uh but oh, like no. I did really put well it down. put it down right I did really well of only doing like I would buy like a black and mild or a swisher or something that it's like this is too much to smoke the whole thing and I can't just like fucking chug on it like I would do that right. on purpose, but then I was working at a gas station. Cigarettes were available. It was just easy, and that's that's the other. But my wife manages it again. That's exactly it. Yes, yeah. and problematic. You know, I I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm having a cigarette after meals, and right when I get in my car, and like very you were having you you were making any excuse to have a cigarette yes it was a it was a ritualized thing it became yes. ritualized and I, I i just had me some good sex gotta have that cigarette yes i just ate a meal gotta have a cigarette yes i just got in my car gotta have a cigarette oh yes. i just got out of my car you know what let's have a cigarette on the way up to the walmart like right. There was always a reason to do it. Yeah. Oh, I fucking, I don't miss that at all. I don't miss that at all. It was, oh my God. So I bought, because I didn't want to stick to vaping. Right. I bought a jewel because I knew it was fucking disposable and I could just fucking get rid of it. And I wasn't going to be like, oh yes, give me the tinglies. It was, let me work my way off of the nicotine part of it. Yeah. And... I was in Ohio visiting family and I left my jewel charger at my mom's house, like three hours away from where I was. So I may have indulged in a little bit of an herbal substance and no, we don't, we can't talk about that here. Uh, you know, uh, that's seven years. It's been seven years and we're just going to stick to it. Yes. Yes. It was seven years ago. Um, and so I grabbed one of my dad's cigarettes and I had a few cigarettes and I was like, oh God, I don't miss this, but I needed the nicotine. Uh, uh. And I flew back home and never charged my jewel. Oh no. I haven't had nicotine since I was home, like visiting family home, not just here recently. Iowa. Yeah. Oh shit. I haven't had nicotine at all since that last cigarette I smoked before I walked into the Cleveland airport to fly home. Damn. So I have been sans nicotine. Now, did I fucking want a cigarette so badly driving out to your house and then farther to the venue for that (laughs) crank show? Absolutely. But I didn't break. 
And that for me, I'm like, okay, I feel good about this. This is a win because having a cigarette when I was in Ohio visiting family, I lost that 1%. But coming back and not, I've gone past that. I'm go, I'm moving up the mountain of being healthier by completely getting rid of it all. And it's like, okay, now I'm ready to tackle the next thing. And you know, I started and then I slid back down the hill and I'm working my way back up. But like, that's just part of it. And folks who have depression and anxiety and stuff, they see the mountain and that's all they see. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, right? That, that is kind of the whole reason behind all of this. When you only lose 1%, it, it doesn't hurt as much. Right. That's, that's the whole key. That's the whole key. When you get halfway up the mountain and you lose 1%, you're like, fuck that. Look at how much is behind me. Right. Fuck, fuck that 1%. I'll, I'll make it up tomorrow. I'll make it up the next day. Yeah. The whole key is to just constantly be in that mindset to make that change when you have the, the, the willpower to do it. Right. If you have a, if you have a day where you like, like you said, you didn't become a smoker. You had, you didn't become a smoker again. You had a relapse for a moment. Mm-hmm. That moment does not negate how far you had come. Right. And how far you were wanting to go. Right. But it's always that next step. Uh-huh. You know, you, you see out in the horizon. What are they? There was actually somebody, wasn't there a survival uh, a guy that survived out in the woods. He literally is like, look, the only thing that I thought about was the next footfall. Yeah. The next putting the foot in front of the other one, the foot in front of the other one, the foot in front of the other one. This is the only kid thing. I, like, I think they were like freezing to death or some shit. Yeah. It's just like the only thing that got me to civilization from the middle of fucking nowhere was the idea of just put that next step don't think about, like, you're never going to get there. How far is it? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The next step is the only thing that matters. And that can be applied to anything. Um, this, yet again, are you a musician trying to make it? Are you an entertainer trying to get out there? It's, it, it doesn't matter if you had a bad show or a bad stream or, you, you know, whatever. As long as you learn... To not let that hinder you and that that one bad experience becomes your whole personality and your whole existence. Right. And just make that next goddamn step because that's what matters. Yeah. You know, you like I've been on a plateau forever, but you know what? My next step was like, look, I've plateaued on on Twitch. I just need to realize like how far I've come. Right. How many more people would look at what I've got and go, holy fuck, man, how? Right. I am somebody's top of the mountain. Yeah. And you have to remind yourself that like there's always something that, you know, it could be worse. It could be better. Mm -hmm. But if you only focus on like, oh man, it could be so much better. Why am I not doing this? Use that as a motivator. Right. You does that, use that to motivate and move forward, but don't, don't let it hold you back from doing, you know, from don't let it hold you back by not having what you want in the moment. And do not forget of what you had previously and what you have now, because there's a, there's a huge difference there in, in my opinion, um, that 
God, I, my brain is just all over the place now because it's it, it's just one of those things because I was there. I was the yeah. person that held himself back and just thought so little of and, and stopped. I, I couldn't focus except for where I wanted to be and what I what I knew I could do instead of focusing on the things, the little steps that could get me to where I want to be. Do you, So I have a, a question that's sort of adjacent to this. Yeah. whole train of thought. Yeah. Have you had someone message you after you've, you know, either had a private conversation or you shared something a little bit more personal or deep on like Twitch or Twitter or TikTok or Facebook or anything? Have you had people reach out to you and go, you were an inspiration? Yeah, I actually have had somebody um, message me. Um, ironically, this is, this. It, it tells a funny story to get there. One... In the very, very early stages, when I, like I said, was streaming to almost no one, mm-hmm. somebody came in and put a, a lovely, you know, the ASCII art? Mm-hmm. Well, they, 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 they just wanted to troll, and they put a swastika in my chat. Oh. Right? Oh. Now, now, this person, I because, and, and because I am so, uh, I was ironically at the time I was kind of like, you know, desperate for viewers. So I, I, I took the time and I was like, Hey man, that's really kind of shitty for one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I understand. It's like, people just want to do stupid shit. This is the internet. People want to get a laugh out of stuff. Sometimes we go push things too far. I said, I would ask you to not do that shit. And maybe we could have like a, just like a normal conversation, like human beings. Yeah. There was a long silence in my chat. And my only mod at the time was like, do I ban this guy? I'm like, no, just just give it a minute. Mm-hmm. They come back in after about 20 minutes of silence. And they're like, hey, man, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just really fucking bored. Um, I've been kind of angry lately. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to take it out on other people and be fucking stupid. And I apologize. And they left. Holy shit. About, ooh, I don't know, three to five days later, this is when, like, I was streaming, like, every day. Mm-hmm. To know, you know what they tell you not to do? Don't stream every day to nobody. You know, go out and make friends first. Yeah, that was not me. I streamed <laughs> every fucking day, five to seven days a week, getting two hours of sleep. Yeah. To, to almost nobody. Um, but this person came back, and they started hanging out. Hmm. We We had pretty much dropped the whole, you know... The whole thing, mm-hmm. we we just left it in the past, and got to talking. You know, dude lives with his he lives with his family. He was younger. He um, didn't have a lot of control of his life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know the like he was actually working at a young age, but like all of his money was like helping mom and dad pay bills. Like it was he was in a rough situation, right? Yeah, and. It was just, it was just one of those things that, I don't know, it was, it was, something told me that day, like, you know, this was just weird. Just give this person a shot. Yeah. And I usually do. I usually, to this day, will still get, depending on the level and, like, severity of the trolling, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that you just like, nah, man, get the fuck out. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna deal with that shit here. But there's other stuff where you're just like, wait, 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 wait. There's a, because there's still a human there. 
Right. There's still a person there. And sometimes people can be reached. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can. No. I would say 90% of them can't. Right. I, w- I really would. Uh, when when they think, and generally it's because they're young, like super young. Mm-hmm. Like you, you think 90% of the time people are coming and say, hey, you fat bitch. It's like that shit. Like right. generally they're probably some 13 year old kid who's getting bullied at school and is coming online to take it out on you. Right. Like that's, that's 90% of the time. Actually, 100% of the time, if anybody's being <laughs> shitty to you, it's a them problem, not a you problem. Yes. Um, and, and, like, and knowing this is what empowered me to be able to like have a conversation with this person. Long story short, this person was in my chat almost every night since they returned. Yeah. Because they had nowhere to go. They had very few friends. They felt mm-hmm. very depressed and alone, and they had a place to hang out. Mm-hmm. After, because I used to, like I said, I'd stream from like midnight to like four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I was, I was there for the 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 late night weirdos and lurkers and those those folks that really had nothing else to do, especially you know statewide, state state side. Yeah. Um, but I would pick up some European folks too. Like oh, a, a yeah. lot of my a lot of my earlier supporters were folks from European countries. Mm-hmm. Um. But the long story short, this person eventually became my second moderator. <laughs> and we had become very, very good friends. We're friends on Facebook, like direct friends. So he knows my my real name. He knows my address. He like there, There's things that he knows about me that people don't. Right. And a lot of people are like really shocked. It's like, yeah, one of my first trolls is actually my second moderator. Yeah. Like it's – and – they had sent me a message throughout all of this, you know, letting me know. It's like, hey, dude, like, I don't think you really know how much it means to me that you do this. He's like, you know, and this is before I, you know, ever saw more than maybe six to eight people in my channel yeah. at a time. And that really hit mm-hmm. hard because I, I was that person. Yeah. Even going into it, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you get older, you have kids, your friends kind of distance yourself from them because they don't have kids, so there's no relatability. Like, that shit happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it was just me and my wife and my kids, so, like, I totally got it. But it really hit hard because it's like, I didn't think that, like, it would be that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Right. That I'm doing this. There's no way that... That that could matter that much to somebody, but it, but it does. Yeah, it really, really does. Because I and it's the it's those small impacts that you don't think matter. Right. Um. It's one of the reasons, like, why I uh to quote him, why I fucks with Gary V's content <laughs> because he does like sure he has some you know. There are some aspects of his life and other things that don't mesh and that like I don't quite 100% agree with, but like that's okay. You can you can be friends or like somebody's stuff and not 100% agree with them. Right. You don't like that's another that's a whole topic entirely about how like, oh, you don't believe this one thing that I believe. We can't be friends now. It's like Right. I'm sorry that you feel that way cuz that is wrong. Like Right. 
like my wife and I are politically different. We're we're com- <laughs> like total opposites. She's outdoorsy. I'm indoorsy. She likes fucking reality TV shows, which I love to give her shit about. You know, but I love her to death. You know, like right. yeah, the, having having differences can cause friction, but it's how you work through the friction and move on. Yeah. Um. Shit! What were we talking about? My brain just took a the- massive <laughs> dump. Uh. People messaging saying that you're an inspiration and that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's like, with, like I said, was saying about Gary V that positive, like it, it may not seem like it. Mm -hmm. It may not seem like it, but there is a good chance that because I gave that person a chance that he eventually did get a couple of his very few IRL friends Mm -hmm. to come by. And sometimes they would be there when he wasn't. Yeah. There is always going to be a positive ROI on being nice. Yep. It might not seem like it today, but I might not have 20 to 30 some odd people in my nighttime streams had I not tried to be genuine and treat people the way I would want to be treated. Right. Just plain and simple. Well, and you see, so I get those messages more often than I ex like ever expected to. My, I, I've only had a few and I never expected them. Zero. Uh, Like I was literally coming out to entertain people. Like I would just wanted to make people laugh and be goofy, but I also wanted to be successful at it. It was like, how do I put it? I'll let you tell your story, but just know that from my point of view, it is about the money, but it isn't. And there's a whole thing there. And yes. Finish what you're talking about, and we, we can move into that. So I, <laughs> you know that we've we've had conversations about our, our histories and, you know, some of our, our struggles and our, our past and stuff. But I started streaming coming off of being homeless, like uh, six months after being homeless, I started streaming and I had nothing. I was playing games that I got for free that I caught on a really good sale. And I was using a webcam that flickered because I couldn't, and it was a webcam that somebody gave me because it flickered. Like I did not have I didn't have what I have now I was I was streaming using a 32 inch 720p tv as my primary monitor like that was that's what I did and I didn't do it you know I I did it because it's something I had always wanted to try and always wanted to do I wanted to do the 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 gaming let's play youtube stuff but I I didn't I figured you know what I'll try it and me opening up and being vulnerable about where I've been and even just saying, guys, it's been a really shitty day. It's been a really fucky day. And I just want to hang out and have fun. I mean, my community knows that I've, I've suffered a a very tragic loss recently of Mm -hmm. a friend and they like the outpouring of support and they were just like, Hey, this doesn't reflect on you as a friend. 
Right. Like that fuck. Oh, oh, those messages fucking made me break the fuck down. But people saying you, you being so open and so vulnerable about your mental health and your financial situation and your familial relationships, because Jesus Christ, before I went <laughs> to go visit family, I played a game that just fucking just dug right into all the family feels and just like, <laughs> you didn't want to feel these feelings, bitch, but you're going to feel them now. Right. Like, like me being open and vulnerable about those kinds of things have made people feel less alone or people seeing that, you know, you know, I do a lot of charity work. Yep. We raised $25,000 last year. Holy shit. Right. That was someone who just recently hit 800 followers. That is like people are just like, I wish I could raise money like you. And the reason I'm able to do that is because I am openly vulnerable about things that people can connect with. And I'm honest with people. I'm honest about where my money goes for a lot of things. I'm honest about how some of these things happen. And being able to do that, people are like, they gravitate towards me. And I don't know why. And then I get real awkward. And I'm like, hello, fellow weirdo. How's it like being one of the cool kids? Hi, low. Like, dab on them, haters. What's up? Like, I feel so fucking weird. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't fucking get it. No, you're fine. I I get what you're getting at. Like, and my, I know people who are just like, if you talk about your numbers, that's just, you're, you're doing it for attention and blah, blah, blah. Nope. And I was like, no, n- no, no. Well, and I found that transparency is the best thing. Um, cause yet again, this, this brings up that whole conversation of, uh, how 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 you get people who are faking modesty? Uh huh. Um, because there I'm not gonna name names, but there was a streamer that uh, very adamantly always stated that they didn't care about the numbers. They weren't here to grow. They were just here to have fun. Right. But you could tell that that was a lie because every time that the viewership was like half the normal. They just wore it on their face. Uh-huh. They were just pissy. Uh-huh. It's like you realize that when you tell people that you don't care if you grow or not, you have literally said, hey, if you're not here, it's cool. Now, that that sounds innocuous, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you tell people that, hey, you don't have to be here, then there's a sense, there's a, a lessened sense of urgency to make it to a stream. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no urgency to be there because you're not reliant on it. Right. If that makes sense. And then when you're discovered to absolutely care. Then you look like a piece of shit. Then you look like a piece of shit. I have told people since day one, you've probably heard me say it on my streams. I want to fucking grow this channel. Yeah. Am I, it's like. Am I really happy that I can sit on somewhere between 150 to 200 subs with a viewership of 20 to 30 people? Fuck yes. Right. That is ridiculous. Right. One of my moderators used to work for Streamlabs. He goes, your numbers for your size are ridiculous. Right. He goes, you are doing the right things. Your issue is just discoverability because you play a bunch of dead games that nobody's interested in. I mean. Like... like, (laughs) 
It's like all the superpowers that I could fucking have if I were to sit down and go, you know what? This game is the popular game and I know how, like, I know how the game works. Right. I know how the gamified system of fucking social media and stuff works. Uh, I can play the game. I don't want to. Right. I don't fucking. I want to do it my way, damn it. Right. I don't want to sit there and play the same fucking boring shit over and over and over again because that game is going to do good for you. Now, I do need to I do need to learn to implement like the 80/20 or 70/30 rule. Well, yeah. Where I do need to start using my brain and playing stuff that I enjoy but is good right for my growth. That's, but like yeah. some people just like they'll sell out. Like you'll see, you'll see you know the Twitter posts. Uh-huh. You know the Twitter posts. You know the ones I'm talking about. The Let's bring up the same goddamn topic that has been brought up on streamer Twitter every six months mm-hmm. for the last forever. Yep. Because it gets interaction. Yep. Or... I could literally go to I could literally go to Twitter right now and just say, you know, I, I could literally bring up the topic of, hey, you need to respect female streamers, they're streamers too, blah, 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 blah. Right. I could fucking do it. And you know what? That goddamn tweet would have over it would probably get over 100 likes it would get retweets mm-hmm. it would it would it would please the masses right. but i fucking hate that shit Ugh. because it's placating to the audience it's placating to the shit it's like how much attention like i know how to play the game right it's 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 obvious yet again as a person who has been very business minded for the very like the last 10 years of his life running a band and doing all this stuff i see how this stuff works i just hate that it works that way. Or or the thing that you do is you if if like there's been a problem on Twitch and everybody's looking at Twitch support, their their Twitter profile, and you tweet at them and you say something that, you know, oh my gosh, it's so profound. Here's the answer. It's written out, and you're reaching for virality, hoping yeah. to gain popularity. That's that's not how that shit fucking works. No, well, and then even then, even if you do get some virality out of it, it's going to be short lived, and you're going to end up back where you started. Yep. That's why. That's why I will still to this day, if I am in the mood this week to play a fucking point and click adventure game that nobody has ever heard of, I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. I know that the audience that shows up and the people that show up to watch me know that they're going to get the quality of content that I put out because they know I'm going to be entertaining with it. They know I'm not just going to sit and play the game. They know I'm going to do the memes. They know that I'm going to fucking say inappropriate things that I'm still surprised hasn't gotten me kicked off the goddamn platform. Right. Uh, I haven't contributed to that. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, look, (laughs) let's just be, let's be real yet again. I am that lawful evil, evil person that I know where the line exists. Right. And I know what I can and can't do. Right. I joke I joke about breaking terms of service. I never have. Right. Because I have actually read the terms of service. People are like, oh, you make horrible sexual comments and blah, blah. It's like, but here's the thing. I, for one, am not making the content itself sexualized, which right. is what the wording in the terms of – because I was that kid that was a pain in the ass to his parents. <laughs> if my parents told me not to do something, they better damn well – Word this very carefully. Right. Or I will go, but you didn't say. But you didn't say this. 
but because you worded it in such a fashion right. doesn't mean that and you still get away with doing it. And they're like, God damn it. It's right. like, so I know where I exist on the platform. People can report me all they want. But like the funny thing is I'm not selling you the sex. The sex isn't, it is a one-off comment. Mm-hmm. It's a, is it offensive? Yes. But my stream is labeled 18 plus. Right. You if have I was, the protections if I, there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And if somebody is under that age and I've said, and you know, people like, I'm not going to go and make some gross sexual comment to somebody that I already doesn't, that I already know, like directed. And that's the whole thing mm-hmm. where you are directing it. Right. Yep. Like I, like I could put on my, my sexy porn music and, and make some joke when a friend comes in that hangs out there's like, Hey buddy, how's it going? You want me to sit on your face? You know, like stuff right. like that. Right. And it's funny because they know I'm not serious about it. Right. Now, would I say that to a new follower? Hell no. Fuck no. I want them to, I want them to exist within the, the space and know that that's the kind of humor that happens and right. then allow me to read off of them, whether or not they would probably be the person that would accept that as a joke or would legitimately think that I'm propositioning them. Right. Because there, there in the terms of service lies the word, and it's the keyest, the, the biggest of key words, and I wish I could just print the terms of service out for every Twitch streamer and highlight the word uh-huh. is intent. Yes. That is the whole thing. Yep. And, and that's why people are like, well, why doesn't, why doesn't uh, some of these like ladies that sexualize themselves a little bit, they do. There's mm-hmm. no lying. There are women that do it. Oh, yeah. And like, but they're right. They can dress however they want to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's on the viewer. Yet again, art being subjective and the, the onlooker being the, the one projecting their, you know, their wants and emotions on the art. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's one of those funny things because like like it, 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 I'm gonna say it. if I was a beautiful lady my shit would be out oh yeah why because it does work yeah. now am I saying that that's what all women do no some woman like if a woman just wants to wear a tank top and she's fucking comfortable that's cool but there are some things that give it away like there are certain camera angles that are uh-huh. a little more flattering than others right. Right. But, you know, but, and, and here's the, you want to hear the biggest hot take, and I'm going to, like, here's here's how I get myself canceled. We take this out of context, and we, we take it out of context, we put a clip up, and I, I, I'll blow up for it, okay? This, this is, because this is how you do this. You manufacture things, and uh-huh. then you put it out of context, and you make it sound like something's really bad, and then it's not, and then people <laughs> discover that it wasn't really that bad. Right. But you, you fuel and, fl- like I said, I know how the game works. Yes. <laughs> But I will say, it, it, it's not that women have it easier, because that is a load of shit. Correct. Because they get harassed, they get bullied, but there is something to be said about good-looking people who will get the click before anybody else. Conventionally good-looking people... Conventionally. Conventionally, yes. ...will get more... They, they, they don't, it's not that they have more pull. It's, no, no, it's, the it's, public it's, wants to feed them more it's, than it's they a do. Built, the, it's a, it's a, it's a built in, um, handicap uh-huh. per se. It's a built in handicap, like in golf, like a handicap is a good thing in golf. Right. It, it if you are good looking, if and you have 
nice, lovely assets as a as a human being, mm-hmm. you are just innately going to get more clicks. Now, that doesn't mean that they will stay. Right. That does not mean that your content will remain engaging. That is just another thing. Um, I'm... I, it's it's this stickiness of a, uh-huh. of a of a it's it's that attractive like does the billboard attract you to the stream now yes they're going to like I said women don't have it easier but I know I will watch a female streamer before I'll watch a guy streamer just yeah. in general because one I like the female form am I gonna be a perv and be like oh hey baby how's it going you send me pictures of your feet like I hate right. that. And I hate that even more because that joke as a foot fetish just myself <laughs> aggravates me because I, that is like, the, that's the joke. I know. I am, a, I am the butt of a joke of the worst possible <laughs> scum sucking people on the planet. And it's the foot fetish. It's like, why is it always us? Right. I am decent. I is am this a- maybe why I like to walk and look down at the ground during the summertime? Because, <laughs> yeah, I will look. I like the thing that upsets me is like, stop objectifying me. It's like, when was the last time that you watched fucking Aquaman and didn't like just oogle that motherfucker on screen? Right. You do it. Right. You do it. But because I have a penis and I'm not your physical, like what you would normally be attracted to. I'm a creep. Right. I didn't say anything to you. I'm sorry that we're having a conversation. I briefly look down at your tits. They're huge. I can't help it. I'm a dude who likes tits. Right. I'm sorry. Right. But like it's, but there. I think that that like things have gotten a little bit too far in that that realm. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. like people get too offended about that shit. It's like, look, if somebody were to like look at like, here's a story. I was at High V with my <laughs> wife. Oh god. I was wearing pajama pants. Oh god. Okay, because I wore pajama pants everywhere when I was younger. <laughs> my wife says I'm not allowed to wear pajama pants anymore because the lady, the girl behind the counter, looked at my dick. Oh my okay? god. Like it was literally like I wish there was a camera here so when you hear the pause just imagine the eyes going down and back up real quick, okay? <laughs> it's like, "All right, um yep, uh that's it. Uh, your total will be th- <laughs> 354." Like there was a obvious audible pause and she kind of went went. It's like, "Yeah, you just looked at and she turned around to me and she goes, "She just looked at your dick. You are not wearing pajama pants in public ever again." <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry. Right. But like, am I offended by that? No, it's just funny. Right. But could she be an absolute fucking psycho pervert, like rapist? She very well could have been. Right. Right, right. But the only thing that she did was just innocently look at my fucking dick. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there was the shadow. There's the outline. Right. It's pajama pants. It was pants. my fault because I was leaning backwards against the other counter that was behind me. So it was just like, here you go. Like, And I oh, didn't wow. do it on purpose because I was just, I'm so fucking socially inept. You know, but like, <laughs> you know, it just falls into that weird thing. The, the man spreading the other stuff. It's like, oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. It's like, the dude's just sitting there. Yeah. Well, like, so... There's been a joke in my chat recently, thank you, thanks to the wonderful ADHD toaster, but he fucking... Yay, said, toaster. I just... I mean, yay, toast. That's I love it. Toasty. He's fucking great. But Has he, he heard that song? Does he know that song exists? Yes. <laughs> Dr. Demento, yay, toast. It was yeah. Just, it was, okay. I was yeah. just making sure, because if he didn't, that needs to be like, he, we need to play it for him as soon as possible, if yeah. he didn't know it. 
So <laughs> Toast was in uh, uh, one of his, somebody he supports and kind of works for. He was in their chat and somebody put in the pickup line of, uh, hey, yo, you shit with that ass. <laughs> And we've been rolling with that joke, but he goes, what would you do if you were at a bar and someone walked up to you and grabbed your ass and said, hey, yo, girl, you poop with that ass? Yeah, see, yes. And like, for me, my reply was, well, I'd be punching someone and then I'd be laughing because, I mean, yeah, I do have a pretty great ass when I'm wearing the right jeans. (laughs) Like, I'm very fucking aware like that i have of my ass and my thighs are a great selling point and and my tits when i wear the right bra like i i know this (laughs) but like i know that i'm not the conventional attractive for most people but the thing is is i don't have to be conventionally attractive no no. to fucking feel good we'll see if that's that's the whole other thing too right like when when I tell people this, like a lot of people need to hear this. You might not think that you are anybody's anything. Mm-hmm. Just spend, like, clear your browser history. <laughs> and then go to Pornhub. Yeah. There are so many different things that people like. You are somebody something. The, and, and the issue generally is that you think you're not. Generally, it might be because you're a fucking asshole and nobody likes assholes. Um, wow. But I mean, th- there are some. But those that's a that's a whole that's a whole subgenre of mental illness that we're not going to get into. Uh, yeah, we're um, not going to talk about tongue punch and peach rings right now. It's fine. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying, like, right. and the thing that yet again carries over to content. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be everybody's cup of tea? Absolutely not. No. Um, there's a guy, I, I, I follow him on TikTok. He's a cool guy. Um, he's a Twitch streamer, Knackers. I don't know if you I think it's no. uh, two A's. He usually does like tech review stuff. He's kind of okay. goofy. He's kind of silly, but he absolutely does not like streams like mine. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the the constant interruptions. He doesn't like the the chaos. It's just he goes it ruins the viewing experience for him. Right. I can still enjoy Knacker's content even though he says that he would not like my content for one. I want to just put that out there. Like you are allowed to like people's shit even if they like don't reciprocate. Yes. That's one of the things that kills me because yeah. there are so many people out there that will like, well, well, Jimmy Joe, Jim Bob, Buttfuck didn't decide to show up to my stream for the last week and right. uh, he unfollowed me on Twitter. So fuck him. I'm going to unfollow him too. It's like, do, do you like his content? Do you still right. like him? Right. Maybe he just, your stuff isn't for him. He doesn't mean he doesn't like you. Right. But I've seen so many people unfollow, un- stop supporting people. Because they don't support them back. So that's like that weird supports for support thing. Uh-huh. We kind of started off the conversation today about, you know, in similar vein. Yeah. But. My stream, your stream, your content, your music, your art, whatever the fuck it is. You are making it for people like you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. The thing is, you need to find those people 
like you. Uh And the only way to do that is to continue to be yourself unapologetically. Yes. Yes. Never, because when you fake that little bit, because like I said, there is some truth to the fake it or make it, but there is also a long-term failure device that eventually, it's it's like a self-destruct button that gets implanted when you have faked it for too long. Yep. Because then when people start to see the real you, you have to start over. Yep. You will have to start over because the people that you attracted don't like the real you. Mm-hmm. Accept who you are, your flaws, your weird quirks, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Own it. Put it out on a fucking billboard out in front of the house. Yeah. I'm a fucking dirty old feet dude. Right. Right there. You know what? And if you're single, the right person's going to go, this person's going to worship my feet. I've always wanted that. Yeah. That might sound fucking weird to the people that don't get it. Right. But for the people that do. Oh, it fucking you, clicks. You just, they have a home. They feel like they belong. People mm-hmm. want to feel like they belong. And when they are in a stream or if they're listening to music or they're involved with something that they don't click with, they feel out of place. Yeah. So make those people feel out of place. Be so much more yourself that those people that you wouldn't want to hang out with anyway don't stick around. Right. Well, that's... Because then that's going to attract all of those people that you do want. And yet again, it's that long term. You play the long game. That's what I'm doing. I'm convinced that I'm still playing the long game. I don't care if I have to be fucking 60 in doing this. Like, I will continue to do this. Because I get to attract like-minded people and entertain like-minded people. And if those people don't, like, it's always like, it's like, man, I don't like this. Game. Fucking leave. Yeah. Like, I had a long-term supporter started complaining about one of the games I was playing. I was like, well, then this isn't for you. Yeah. We'll play something different in a couple weeks. I had Stop a... fucking bitching about it. Yeah. Go somewhere else. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Go watch somebody else. And if you want to come back when I'm doing something that does entertain you and something that you like, then come back. Right. And if what I've just said to you offended you wholeheartedly, then don't come back. I really don't, don't care. care. Because at that point, I have realized that you don't belong here. Right. I had someone who was a very early supporter, was a moderator, whole nine yards, and they just fucking ghosted Literally, yep. someone I knew in real life, like, we spent Oof. the night at each other's house. Oof. And, like, did stuff together frequently. And those, those IRL connections that happen like that, that does hit just slightly differently, but still, it still applies. Right. And I'm like, listen, fine, whatever. I don't give a shit. I want you to be happy as a person. And if that means that you're not fucking around me, fine. I went through junior and senior year of high school. So somebody that I went to high school with recently came to my Twitch and just popped into chat and started talking. And I was like, holy fuck. Hello. But this was the same person that dropped me because they didn't like who I'd become when I got clean. And that's the other thing, too. Speaking of, because we were talking about self-improvement. That. That right there. There are going to be some people that don't like who you become and that's okay because right. they, they like the idea of who you were and honestly keeping them around until they have their own personal growth to the point where they accept you for who you are. You don't 
need them there. No. They're and just going to literally pull you back into that shit. Yep. They want you. It's crabs in a bucket. Yep. It's or lobsters in a bucket. It's that. It's that. They want misery loves company. They want you there. They want you to suffer with them because they don't want to feel alone. People yeah. want to be to feel like they fit in. Yeah. And when you're successful and you're happy, unhappy people don't feel like they fit in anymore. Right. right. And it was just like in the conversation leading up to uh, they they had something kind of catastrophic happen in their life and so they pretty That's much stopped talking to me for a minute. Like understood. recently. And I feel I feel for them. As a human being, I feel for them. But I remember the day standing outside the art room when I was told uh, you're not hanging out with us. Like, we don't want you to hang out with us at prom because you've invited yourself to the festivities and you're just a fucking downer. But they were talking about everything with me included in the group. But I wasn't invited. But I assumed because they were talking about the event to me, in front of me, in the group with me, that I was invited. Like, shit like that. High school shit. Gotcha. Fucking high school shit. But when it's your senior prom and all of your friends, this is your last group of friends left, and they do that to you, and you're just like, you know what, fuck it, fine. I'm better off on my own anyway. And, like, I very much struggled in college and stuff like that because I had that feeling of abandonment. Now I'm, you know, I'm 12 years down the road and Oh, look how the tables have turned. I'm happy and fucking confident in myself. I can go do what the fuck I want to do and not worry about what people are going to think about me because I don't give a fuck. And it's, it's great. It's fucking Great. The people whose opinions I care about are the people who are close to me. Yes. I don't give a and, fuck. And, what and then even thinks. then, even then, they're like one of the things that Gary Vee says, though, the, the opinions of people that like you, you do have to be careful with that because you can get. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like that whole getting high off your own supply sort of thing, uh-huh. like where. Oh no! Your 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 stream last night was great. Don't worry about it. Like, the, it's the it's the people that say, "Hey, I'll watch your stream regardless of what you play." Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that. Right. Don't don't tell me that, because some people will. I mean, right. like some people will one hundred percent. Right. But some people that say that won't. Mm-hmm. And, but if you think that you can always just get away with doing what you're doing and everything that you're doing is good enough, you, you'll start to stagnate. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, you, there, if if you want to work on stuff, sometimes it, it's better to, you know, you need just use your own opinion. Honestly, critical <laughs> is what it is. Yes, yes. You you need somebody who will be honest with you, and that's that's the key, right? Because having somebody who's just going to be a sycophant and kiss your little butthole and tell mm-hmm. you that you're doing everything right, that's yet again. I've seen numerous bands and streamers fail because they were surrounded by people who just hold on. <coughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, that will basically just tell you what they think you want to hear. Right. 
which is always like my wife's like, why don't you, why don't you just, you know, believe me when I tell you that, you know, you're doing good. It's like, because you're my wife and you're supposed to, you're supposed to tell me these things. She's like, no, I would tell you the truth. I was like, I, I, I know you would. I mean, I, I know she would, right? but my brain just won't, um, won't, it won't accept it. Right. Yeah. It won't, it will not accept it. Yeah. At all. It like it doesn't matter how hard you try, how much you tell me, I still won't believe it. It's yeah. just because you're supposed to tell me these things. You're supposed to be nice to me. You're yeah. supposed to tell me that I'm doing a good job. Right. And it's but there are some people who can't hear the hey, I'm gonna give you honest constructive criticism here. This didn't work out so well. No, it's fine. And it's like, no, no, it's not. Oh my god. Oh my god. But it's it's yeah. those people that just fucking drive me nuts. And I still wanna want see them cons- succeed. I still wanna see them yep. successful, but they need to remove their head from their own rectum. Yes. And Yeah, that's 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 a whole nother thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's and that's that's why I feel such a a good <laughs> I, I feel like I can just be like, if I see something that I'm not vibing with on stream, like I see an action occurring, because I've done it. I've said, hey, I've seen this and it makes me really uncomfortable and I'm just making you aware because it's your stream, it's your space. I want to see you successful and I don't know if other people are having these issues. And then we fucking talk about it. Right. And you address the things that need to be addressed. And if I'm being a fucking worry ward over some shit, you're going to be like, nah, it's, it's chill. I'm like, all right, bet. Thanks for hearing me out. That's all it needs to be. Yep. Like, fuck, man. Like, I had, I had an issue where a game was causing huge lag on a stream. And someone was just like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt, and I hope your stream is going really well, but your your stream is stuttering really, really badly, and it's not my internet, it's your stream. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I look, I was so invested in the game that I missed yep. that I was dropping frames oh, like a motherfucker. My. And you know what's the most aggravating thing ever? When nobody tells you? There are 15 other motherfuckers in this chat! Right! And you just sat here and watched it happen! Right. Right. Like, I love you guys... But if my shit is shit, tell, tell me. me. Right. Ugh. Yet it's, again, it falls into that category of like, I want to know when something isn't working. Yes. I want to know. It's, you know, it falls into that category of why I don't want people to just tell me everything is good enough because there, there's room for improvement. Yep. Oh, God, that just, it kills me. Yeah. So uh, we've we've talked shop for so long, and we've got to get ready to wrap up. So I've got to get in at least one guest question. It's the guest question that's asked of every guest. Once oh we do okay. it, we'll wrap up. We'll let you do your 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 promotion of things. But I okay. want to ask you this question, which comes from our uh, one of our patrons, Read the Abnormal. And it's a question I gave you a little bit of time to think about. Uh, what is your mundane superpower? Or what, if you could oh. have one, what would it be? Okay. my <laughs> you, you, you let me know ahead of time about this. I do have a mundane superpower. It is the dumbest thing on the planet. And I'm so ready to nut for it. I want to know. Tell me. <laughs> it, no, it is super mundane. I can almost find, like, my judgment of distance 
is almost superhuman. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, I can it. find I can find almost dead center on like objects. Like it, I don't know what it is. It's it's a it's a super um what what do they call that spatial awareness? Uh huh. Like we were building a we were building a playset for my kids. And, and my dad was like, oh, we need to put this pole, like, center here. It's like, where, because do you have a tape measure? I was like, no, but center is right about there. He goes, <laughs> bullshit. And I go, no, dad, that, that's about center. It's right there. I was off by maybe a 16th to a 32nd of an inch. Fuck like, you. Just of dead center. <laughs> and it's always been that way. Like, I can pick up a, like, I hadn't shot a gun in years. Mm-hmm. And we went to a Memorial Day party at a friend's house where they were shooting clay pigeons and doing other stuff. Okay, yeah. And they're like, I'm like, hey, hand me, hand me that gun over there. It's like I'm gonna shoot that. And they're like, what? We're out of clay pigeons. I'm like, that tiny little piece of clay pigeon on the on the dirt mound over there. They're like, bullshit. It's like I've never seen you shoot a gun. It's like I haven't shot a gun in, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years. Like since I was a kid with my dad. Mm-hmm. I took my first shot to figure out where I was at, and then. I shredded it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't understand it. I've never, I was never trained to like judge distance. I was never, but here's the, here's the, here, you want to hear the kicker? The shittiest part about it? It doesn't work in video games for me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't play plat. This is another reason why I don't play platforming games. I suck at them. I, <sighs> I, especially 3D platformers. Uh-huh. I misjudge the distances all the time. I end up falling and then having to restart the match over the, the whole map over again because uh-huh. that's what platformers did. Yep. I hated them. I, I, the amount of times on the PlayStation that I would be playing Crash Bandicoot and I was trying to jump over those gaps, <sighs> I couldn't fucking do it. I could not judge the goddamn distance. And the thing that made me most angry is knowing that how well I can do it in real life. Right. Like, it's like, <laughs> why? Why is this so fucking hard? It's distance. Right. I just, it's, it's oh, frustrating. God. But at least using this superpower in sixth grade, I was able to take down one of my bullies because he punched me in the face and then ran off saying, I, you are too fat and slow and you will never be able to catch me. Oh. And he ran, he ran off on the playground. Oh. I picked up a rock. <laughs> I threw it. And hit him right in the back of the kneecap. Yes. Which caused him to tumble and fall. You know, like when somebody falls down a hill and they like flail when they start to pick up speed. He kind of flopped like that. Like, you know, like a turkey getting shot with a fucking field, like field pellets. He just like, he rolled and flopped and flailed. I just walked up. I kicked him in the stomach, said, hey, fuck you. I don't need to be fast to kick your ass. And I lost all of my noon recesses for the rest of the year. But it was worth it. It was fucking I was, worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, we, we've joked about mundane superpowers around here and we haven't brought it up in a while, but to give you a fucking comparison we've had like um the ability to just like drop trash like off the desk onto the floor and it's <laughs> instantly put in the trash can oh. or being able to like make flowers oh. appear out of nowhere or be able to be invisible for 30 seconds to get out of an awkward situation 
Or, uh... Do you know... No. Do you know how much trouble a lawful evil person like myself can oh. get in if I go invisible for 30 seconds? Absolutely. 30 seconds? Absolutely. Yeah, 30 seconds. It, it, you don't even... People can pick a pocket and not be invisible right. in less than that time. Like, 30 right. seconds to be invisible? Holy shit. Like, that's not even... That's a superpower at that point. Right. 30 seconds of invisibility? Goddamn. Well, so one of the the mundane superpowers, uh, and uh, you can uh, you you might not be able to guess who who said this, but I'll tell you in a minute. Um, the ability to um, eat like ingest clean plates or dirty plates and shit out clean plates. What the fuck? right? <laughs> or uh, being able to. Hoover the floor with your mouth and not taste any of the dirt. <laughs> uh, excuse, so imagine, excuse me. Imagine how chaotic this would be if Druid had made it because those were Druid's mundane superpowers after he had indulged in a little bit of wine and in a little bit of um, herbal substances. Oh no. So that's, those are some of the levels of mundane superpowers. So I absolutely love yours. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's <laughs> It doesn't serve me any real purpose, especially because I'm not a handyman. I don't like build shit with my hands. Like it would be, it might be good, but like <sighs> the only thing that it does for me is when I see stuff, like I see an image and I go, that is horribly off center. And everybody's oh. like, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, the, the fuck it's not. Look, look at the goddamn margins. There's at least uh, like, it, it, it's so, it's so stupid. Uh-huh. So stupid. Oh, I love it. I don't. I, 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 you can I have it. You can up. take this super pack. If you find a way to get so that I can give it to you, you can have it. But I promise you, you're going to drive yourself insane. <laughs> oh, trust me. I already do. It's fine. Uh, well, dude, thank you so much. Yes. Um, I had an absolute blast. Uh, I know we talked a lot of shop, but honestly, talking shop is is something that I we do a lot of on this podcast, but not we, we we talk shop, but we end up devolving into other things. But it's uh I, I really enjoy this because there's so many things that go unsaid that we have said today and it just uh it makes me feel so good to get it out finally somewhere. <sighs> well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh I, I hope that uh you enjoyed your time uh hanging out and oh, chatting sure. with me. I uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I get to t- <laughs> my wife works sometimes 10 to 14 hour days. Yeah. 5 to 6 days a week. Trust me when I say I enjoy having conversations with people because I don't get it very often. The only conversations I generally get are with a five-year-old and an 11-year-old. And so. oh boy, are those conversations <laughs> great. <laughs> Aren't they though? They, they really can be. They're, though, they're fun. Your kids are, your, your kids are great. I, I, uh. And I'll make sure to tell them. <laughs> Actually, I better not tell them. <gasps> We'll no, a big head about it. Because the next time I come over, they're going to be even farther up my ass. Just like, hi, come on, let's do all the things. And I'm going to be like, hi, I'm just here for five minutes to talk to your dad about something. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yes, things. Okay, goodbye. No, no, I have to. No, I have to go. I have to go. No, leave me alone. <laughs> I wouldn't ever do that to your kids, but you know what I mean. You're allowed to. 
You're allowed to. <laughs> so, Micro, is there any uh, platform, socials, anything like that you would like to uh, plug? Honestly, just Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube. Those are the three things that I, like, in that order, too. Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, literally in that order. Just come say hi. Follow. If you like it. If you like what you see, follow. Like I said, if you don't, it's cool. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to check it out. I might be I might be your cup of tea. I might be um the biggest villain of that creates your own origin story. <laughs> I knows? mean, you never know, but it honestly uh, for people listening, I found him on a whim and I'm so glad that I did. The same kind of adults humor and he does point and click adventures. He does um like that he went through the telltale games it's definitely it's it's definitely worth it to go check him out there's sometimes magic the gathering sometimes grounded sometimes core keeper i mean it's just it's kind of a little bit of everything i I usually stick to what i like to tell people is it's role-playing games turn-based strategy adventure point-and-click adventure games and like survival and crafting like usually if it fits within that that's usually what I'm playing. I rarely play shooters mm-hmm. unless they have like heavy RPG elements in it. Right. Um, but like tonight we're playing, I, I think I'm, I just, I think we were going to just play XCOM for a few hours tonight. Like, cause nice. I haven't played an XCOM game forever. You know, just, yeah, might be a little bit of something for everybody or a lot of nothing for some other people. Yeah. So just go check him out. And if you come check him out from the podcast, uh, you know, tell him. Tell it's so. micromanager with numbers. <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's with numbers because, yet again, like I said earlier, the number 13, I just owned it and I put it in my own branding. Yeah. Uh, and it, it fits. So, Micro, my dude, thank you so much. And everybody listening. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Everybody listening, thank you so much. And to our patrons, thank you so much. Make sure you check out... Uh, Check out the website. Check out the Patreon. We, we're doing all sorts of fun things. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.